0: Hi, you're listening to The Comedian's Tea Party with its Deaves. Fair warning, this podcast may contain adult content. It may not. I don't know. I never really have a plan. So let's listen on and find out. Hello and welcome to episode 57 of The Comedian's Tea Party with Saideed. This episode I have got the wonderful Catherine Mather. Now, I would like to start with an apology for Catherine because, as you'll hear at the end, I, uh, I recorded this episode a while ago and this was an opportunity for her to advertise her Edinburgh Fringe run, which, if you hadn't guessed, this is coming out in September, has ended. That is over. So apologies to Catherine, it wasn't the only reason she was coming on. We've been talking about getting her on the podcast for ages, so it was nice to get her on. But uh, yeah, apologies to her for not getting this out anywhere near in time, and apologies for all of you for the gap that I've had. Uh, I was working on Camden Fringe through August, and that was time-consuming, uh, very much so. So unfortunately, I, I I didn't get much done at all. So yeah, frustrating month. Uh also where I've been so busy. Like, it's a long story. I'm I'm all over the place. Currently I don't have the notes that I've been making for the episode while I've been making it. It's a very fun chat, I can promise you that much. Are we record we are recording. Batteries just ran out there. Uh I I do have some of the notes which don't make sense. There we uh I start off the episode with uh with a little bit of swearing. And I give these warnings all the time and I've never had anyone say that they've got any issue with any kind of swearing. I think everyone understands that it's, you know, an adult podcast, but recorded by adult comedians and and musicians and such. If anyone does have any issue with it, let me know. Uh, Otherwise, I'll I'll stop worrying about it. That being said, um, sometimes I like to make a game of bleeping out swear words and, uh, Catherine dropped more C bombs on this episode than anyone ever has in the past. Uh so I did bleep those out. I feel like if any word's gonna offend someone it's gonna be that. Maybe I shouldn't worry about offending people. But, you know, if it does limit my audience then uh then, then there's no harm in, in in bleeping the bad one, as it were. We uh, we do get we get a little bit serious in the middle, talking about relationships and just the general concept of happiness, but it's nice. It's a it's a nice nice deep conversation, but broadly very funny conversation. Um, yeah, we do start with a bit of swearing. Talking about her mug that her sister got her, uh, because as per, uh, I often start these recordings halfway through. Uh, Catherine is recording her end as well, so uh, so that's why and she she was late coming to it. So yeah, that's why there wasn't more at the beginning. But yeah, broadly broadly nice. We also talk about bad bosses because I had a particularly bad boss. And I don't think I've talked about it on here before because I was worried about upsetting him to start with. There's, there's me originally worried about upsetting people swearing. Uh, you should hear what I say about this guy on the episode. I mean, he was—he he not wasn't, he wasn't a nice man. Anyway, I have—I know I've been talking about merch for ages, and uh, and I still haven't actually done it. But there's uh, there's I've, I've got I've got something lined up. Basically, it's, uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it's a past guest who also does uh, design stuff. It's a guest that I'm extremely excited about, or sorry, was extremely excited about uh, when they came on. And I'm going to get in touch with them and ask if they want to do it and uh, not to give too many clues away because... You know I don't want to I don't want to count my chickens because it's literally just an idea that I've had but I've been toying with the idea for quite a long time of having a, a live episode with this particular guest who I think would be very popular uh, and then I would do a little bit of stand-up this particular guest would do a little bit of what it is they do maybe it's stand-up maybe it's music maybe it's acting I don't know uh, well, well, you know, you'll 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 find out when that when that comes to pass. I'm moderately confident I can make it happen. Um, I just need to speak to that person and uh, and get it sorted out. Basically, the idea would be is that if I can get them to design my merch stuff like T-shirts and mugs and uh, badges and that sort of thing, then that live show can be the big release date, and uh, I think that would be very exciting indeed. I've also, I think I've st- sort of finally started to accumulate enough stuff and I've started to get enough regular gigs to start actually releasing some Patreon stuff. So that will be coming soon. So keep your eyes and ears out for that. Otherwise, we'll get straight into the episode. I'll speak to you again at the end. Enjoy the show. Let's close that with a wonderful mug that says fuck off.
1: Mm-hmm my sister
0: bought it for me. Nice. That's uh, that's what you want from a mug from your sister, isn't it, really?
1: Uh-huh.
0: If it's not a mug that says fuck off, then what's the point? Mhm. Uh, she knows what... me very well. Yeah. Uh, what what is it you're drinking?
1: Just your standard Yorkshire tea. I I have one cupboard in my house and I had to buy 260 because that's all that were available. So now Sorry, half of I, my for a second,
0: I thought tea. you meant 260 cupboards.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh loads of storage space <laughs> But now we've started. We get what's two hundred and sixty divided by six. So we get that many each. <laughs>
0: uh
1: uh that's no, just Yorkshire tea with milk. Sorry, I'm
0: trying shepherds. to do the maths. It's like <laughs> trying to work it out. <laughs> yeah, it's like not uh ninety two, something like that. Oh, if only I had a something in front of me that had the technology to work such things out.
1: It can't be ninety two, can it? Because
0: there's six. Forty three point three. Yeah, I was yeah. I was wrong. I.
1: Uh, <laughs> You're closer to being right than I was.
0: I'm not sure what I was trying to think of, to be honest. But um, I'll I'll <laughs> edit that mistake out because that's that's quite bad. I think <laughs> uh, I was doing what was I doing some kind of percentages, but like. No, well, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. Who knows? Christ knows. I don't know what number I was working with, but I I was, know, really it's a different number. That. Do you know what? If I'm if I'm cutting that out, then I'd, I, we need to stop talking about it because this will go on forever. <laughs> uh, how are you?
1: No, I think we should keep it in. Yeah, maybe. How am yeah. I? I am. I am wonderful. Uh, doing quite well. Uh, I'm talking to you. That's nice. It's the nice. dream. Uh, Yeah, I got a cup of uh, Yorkshire tea in a fuck-off mug.
0: Um, What kind of uh, Yorkshire tea? Is it just uh, normal, like red?
1: uh, Yeah, just your standard one. It's got a little bit of milk in it and a little bit of sugar. did go off sugar for a while, but uh, it's a nice little little treat, isn't it? I figured I could get hit by a bus and I'd be upset that I didn't enjoy my tea to its fullest.
0: Okay, Um, so you don't enjoy tea to its fullest when it's got sugar in it.
1: No, I mean it because I was just you know you don't yeah like, I'm not going to put sugar in stuff for health reasons. Sure. Which is valid. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, well, it's not the worst thing that I do, right? <laughs> the worst thing that I do, I probably don't even know about it. Yeah. It'll turn out that oh, by the way, the buses were made out of you know lungy in metal. Sure. And you've just been doing that for years. Sure, sure, sure. So I just think I I, I just enjoy you're talking tip. about
0: like. Just sort of uh, like genocide in your sleep, not sleepwalking, but.
1: Oh, yeah, I do that too. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm awake. Oh, that's. N- I know what I'm that's doing. That's
0: not asleep then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I meant to kill those kids, sorry.
0: Oh, good grief.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that too much? Three it, minutes 57
0: is.
1: <laughs> to the record. It's a
0: family friendly <laughs> podcast for crying out loud. No, Is it's it? fine. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, there's, no, no. There's, I've had plenty of people who um, they. Uh, most people are into genocide. Actually, uh, you'd be mm. surprised. Yeah, weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if you could cut that bit out though, so I don't get caught. I feel no, like well, I've if got I'm leaving the two thing, or three.
0: If I'm leaving the the maths thing in, then I'm I'm leaving that in.
1: Okay, that, well that's fine. But I just feel like I've got another good two or three genocides in there. <laughs> but if you were to put this out, then I'd get caught. And think of all that wasted potential, Si.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'd be the bad guy in that situation.
1: (laughs) It'd be a bit like Clockwork Orange, wouldn't it? Where at the end you feel a little bit sad for him and you're like, hold on a minute, I'm feeling sad because he can't rape anymore. That's not (laughs) good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why do I feel sad for him? It's a weird one. Certainly a weird one. Um,
1: I think what I meant to say is, how are you, Si?
0: (laughs) Yeah, very well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Glad to hear it. Yeah, good. I, I, I'm. Well, thanks for asking. I'm drinking. Um, I'm I'm drinking a super berries tea from English Tea Shop, which uh, naturally caffeine-free South African Rooibos tea and hibiscus combined with the explosive fruity flavors of real berries.
1: Hmm. But it doesn't actually have real berries in it. Yeah. It's just the flavours of real berries.
0: Mm, yeah. No, it has got berries in it. Not much. Okay. We've got 63% <laughs> hibiscus, uh, yeah. which is why it's dark red. Um, organic rooibos, 19%. Oh, so it's, uh, it's, uh, the hibiscus is 63%. Uh, 90% roebosch. Uh, 5% natural flavourings. So it's still natural. Uh, 4% organic spearmint. Hey.
1: Everything's, everything's kind of natural No Right? If you extrapolate it
0: I mean like, you, you know, you still wouldn't want to Still wouldn't want to put pure plastic in a in a drink
1: No, no, I'm not advocating that I'm not a monster
0: Yeah, I mean, I suppose everything's made of everything, Everything's carbon, isn't it?
1: Yeah exactly. Yeah Anyway, go on What else is in that tea?
0: Uh, We have got 4% organic spearmint, 3% organic mm. raspberries, 3% organic strawberries, and 3% organic blueberries.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's not a lot of berries, but I can see why they can get away with saying it's got some in it.
0: Yeah, nine, nine like 9% berries. Percent. But then it needs to be a certain amount of leaves, otherwise it wouldn't be tea.
1: That is true. That is yeah. what my grandma always used to say.
0: <laughs> that is, yeah. I remember saying it
1: yeah
0: that's where you is get a, it from it's a catchphrase um yeah it's a, it's a weird weird thing for us to say quite regularly sometimes in in this particular scenario it would have made perfect sense but uh you know on a water slide in thought park a uh, bit bit of a weird yeah. thing to come out with but when you've got catchphrase you've got catchphrase haven't you that's the such is the nature it of is, catchphrases it's
1: true yeah is thought park near thought bit. I realise that there's different ways of me to find this out, probably more effective ones, probably ones that are less embarrassing than just admitting that I don't know geography on a podcast.
0: Yeah, no, it's absolute, not, is it? No, no. Extremely far away.
1: No, I, can, I can see in your eyes. <laughs> you think I'm deaf.
0: Yeah, I was excited when you asked that because I thought that's one of the most stupid questions anyone's ever asked on a podcast. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yes.
0: Yeah, you uh, uh, if you could
1: put me on some kind of uh, podcasts to listen to where the guest asks daft questions. Yeah, it's this one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that. <laughs> uh,
0: but as it happens later on in the uh, podcast I will ask you uh not equally daft questions, uh, just daft questions. <laughs> Nothing nothing's going to be as equally daft as as no, I mean that's you know it kind of makes sense, but then that's that's like asking if uh London Road uh is in London.
1: But it leads to London, right?
0: They all lead to London, yeah. You know there's well apparently I say that. <laughs> uh, I said that confidently and then suddenly thought I can't guarantee that. I know the one in South End does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh and The one in a, Brighton does. The one in Brighton does, yeah. I'm tempted to say that it would do, but then I grew up on Oxford Road, which was a short road, so it didn't lead to Oxford. Uh No. No.
1: Not even slightly.
0: No, it may have been pointing the right way. Uh, would it have been? No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's not impossible. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like pointing your prayer mat to Mecca, kind of thing.
0: That's right. Yeah, we pointed our road po- to Oxford.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, with any kind of seismic shift, we need to uh, we need to move it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, but then uh, there's uh, I think there's like a. An Alton Gardens or something nearby, and that's that's not near Alton Towers.
1: What do you uh, what do you think of Alton Towers? Have you been?
0: I have been, yeah, been a few times. Well, it's the I believe the the nearest like major uh, theme park for me. I think.
1: What about Adventure Island?
0: It's not major. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's almost the same as Alton Towers.
0: <laughs> yeah, the problem with uh, with Adventure Island is I can pretty much see the other side from the the opposite side,
1: Mm. Uh, and I don't I don't want that from a theme park. You can take all of it in in one glance. can't you,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You (laughs) you you would struggle to do that with Alton Towers unless you're in a plane.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think that they should, you know how like with meat and potato pie, or like you get a butter pie, which is a it's a potato pie, but they have to put the Bit that's got the most, uh, so there's more butter in a butter pie than there is potato, which is why they've got to call it a butter pie. Right. The okay. thing that it, it has most in it is the first in the description of it. Yeah. It's very early, I'm not describing this very well. Very inarticulate. But I just think with, with Alton Towers, instead of calling it like a, a theme park, they should call it a queue in park. Because that's the primary thing that you do there.
0: Yeah, that's the predominant feature.
1: Yeah, I've done more queuing at Alton Towers than I have done rides.
0: Have you been uh, out of like uh, term time? Yes. Okay, because that would be that's the best option. Is you you go in, mm-hmm. you know, like mid March, because it's, mm.
1: it's yeah we did it's that. Poor one.
0: weather, but potentially yeah. not raining and Mm -hmm. uh you know kids are in school i went to uh euro disney for on a school trip in year nine and we uh i don't know if we just like got up particularly early but we my friends and i went on uh space mountain i think nine times in a row because there was no one there (laughs) and the opportunity was there just sick at the end yeah no we did it was great i like that Brilliant. yeah uh, That's not my the, favourite ride We ended up um, The last like two times We had to queue slightly longer And by, by the time we sort of came out on the ninth time The queue was quite long And we were like Nah let's go Let's go on something else
1: <laughs> And then we watched Honey, I Shrunk the Audience Ah oh, I remember that See I went to uh, Disneyland Paris On a coach, But I feel like that At that age as well But I feel like that was A very different experience My journey Getting from Manchester to Disneyland yeah. than your experience getting from Southend to Disneyland. Yeah,
0: we probably because got to we Disneyland on... in the length of time that it took you to get to Dover.
1: Yeah, we. It took us about sixteen hours to get to Dover. It was. That's... No, maybe not that long.
0: Oh, I mean, then, then we but, got you know, there much like... quicker.
1: It's one of those where it stops everywhere.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, so it wasn't at school. So we thing. had to
1: get No, I went with my mum and right, 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 uh, my right. sister, my mum's friend.
0: Oh that yeah, game. that's long. Yeah, because 'cause we're close mm-hmm. enough to Dover that like we just the coach just went straight there. Our first stop was mm-hmm. uh was the channel tunnel, so
1: Yeah. I I felt like I'd been through shit. You know, just just yeah. to get there. And we only yeah. went for a weekend. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, you don't need that. That's uh, that's unpleasant.
1: No. No, at 15, when you're like, this is, I can't recover from this. That's a bad journey, isn't it, that?
0: That's not a, yeah, that's not the dream. Certainly, uh, yeah, quite unpleasant.
1: Mm-hmm. And then we had to travel back on my birthday.
0: So. Oh, no. Oh, what a way to spend a day. I mean, yeah. that's that's the whole day as well, really, isn't it?
1: It is. And then we got stopped at customs. And, you know, it's like, show our passports and shit. And, uh, you know, and you're like, she's going to say happy birthday. And she just glared at me and told me to go away. I'm like, aww.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have moments like that, don't you? That's I think that's um, sort of uh, like main character syndrome, isn't it? That's uh, <laughs> where, where you're convinced that you are the main character of all of the stories. So you're just like, yeah, this is a su- surprise party for me. The The customs <laughs> officials, they've got got me a cake. Uh, you know,
1: yeah.
0: hey. <laughs> rarely is that the uh, the situation. Yeah.
1: Have you ever had that in a customer service role though, where you've been able to wish a happy birthday to somebody? Uh. Y-
0: well, yeah, I used to work in bars. So sometimes you'd get people coming in for the like first pint uh, you know, mm-hmm. legally, and uh, and that's mm-hmm. that's nice. You wish them a happy birthday, and they look at you with the hope in their eyes of "Are you going to give me a free drink?" No. <laughs> uh,
1: welcome to adulthood, dickhead. <laughs> That'll be six ninety seven. Six ninety seven. It's a half pint. It's a half pint of Camden House. So this a, is Camden, buddy. So it's a full
0: pint. A uh, full pint. Thirteen pound
1: ninety four. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I paid. <laughs> knocking on seven quid for a pint of Camden Hells in Camden.
0: Really? And it's coming from the source as well.
1: Right. Like, I I can see. what is the cost incurred here? Yeah.
0: I can like, see, see the brewery.
1: To,
0: yeah. There's no shipping involved is there? Like if you had to drink milk directly from the teeth of a cow, I I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't be expected to be charged for the bottling process and pasteurization.
1: No, but I would go to that fucking farm.
0: Yeah, that'd be a weird farm. Sounds great. Yeah, I feel like there'd be a Sounds lot of people great. dressed in a surprising <laughs> amount of leather.
1: Mm. Yeah, Yeah. which is cruel when you think about it.
0: Oh, it's very cruel, yeah. But then I suppose mm. that is that is what baby cows are, isn't it? It's covered in leather.
1: <laughs> so adult cows are, we're kind of covered in leather. Uh,
0: uh, on. I supp- yeah. Could you make leather out of human skin?
1: Yeah, Ed Gern did. That's why you get arrested.
0: Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, a, a fucked up individual. You... When when was he around?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I want to say... Uh, I can Google it. My Right, my guess, I want to say like 70s, 80s.
0: Was it that recent?
1: What What's your... I'm going to Google it. I've not looked down at the screen yet. For his years of activity.
0: Yeah. Well in my era he was gonna be like nineteenth, eighteenth century.
1: Really? Oh no, Lord. There's picture. there's photographs of him. Oh
0: there's photographs okay, of him. So Are there. He... Oh Christ. So we're uh... both getting things horrendously wrong today. <laughs> you thought Thought Park was in <laughs> <Yes>. South End
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's right. So he was born in nineteen oh six, died in nineteen eighty four in a mental institute. Institution, which fair enough,
0: yeah. Uh, probably the place the for Span him. of crimes 1947 to 1957. Jesus, so uh, how, when was he born?
1: Sorry, 1906, I think, yeah, 1906.
0: So he started when he was 41. It's interesting to know, like, because you know, people they often get to a point, especially around like, uh, you're slightly younger than me, uh, I believe. I'm 37, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm born 38 on Friday but
1: uh ah oh, happy birthday
0: thank you very much but people they always turn to me and they say you know like, I'm too old to try something new and uh you know I'll go for a list of people who started stuff sort of uh, later on in life and they're now extremely mm-hmm. successful and that's I think that's quite an inspirational stories you, you know you can start mm. doing horrendous uh, murders making furniture out of people's faces uh at, by, have at, you at 41, won? and you can, have, you can have a long, prolific career doing it. Mm. It's fair play, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I think his mum died and he missed her. That was the thing, wasn't it? Is that what so, it was? I think so, yeah. Your mum can die any time. Right. Why not enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs> not you specifically. I assume people are listening to this as well.
0: Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make a make a little puff out of your mum.
1: Yeah, why not? You're not allowed to call him that anymore. <laughs>
0: Very good. Uh, I've heard someone pronounce it and but And I think that's just because they're trying to avoid the pronunciation of of puff. But I'm pretty sure it's just puff. Which, uh, now I really. uh, Hopefully, no one. uh, I I do my own clips on this. So I'm not going to take that out of context. But there's a good chance that someone else might have. uh, Yeah. Yeah. You don't see good puff anymore, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Do they not just call them like. Um, footstools, leg rest footstool, yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) I've just bought a footstool actually I've I've got a little, uh, it's like a storage can yeah, Yeah. I love
1: them two
0: in one, what more do you want? yeah, well and it doubles up as a little seat as well so handy yeah,
1: Mm. perfect (laughs) I, I, well I bought an armchair and then I got the matching footstool for it And uh, it was at the other end of the tube line in London. It was very cheap. Uh, So I was like, you know what? I can just go and pick that up, no problem. I did. I went to the house, got it. And uh, getting it back home on the tube, it it got very heavy very quickly. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) you've brought your own chair to the tube. Yeah, it looks like you're. Hmm, everyone's looking at you like you're a cunt, because you've taken up the space of about four people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I probably would have done it differently.
1: What would you have done?
0: I'd have asked someone if they had a car.
1: Yeah. You have a car, though, don't you?
0: I've got a car, yeah. You've got a car now.
1: Yeah. I have got a car. Not very good at driving it, but I've got a car.
0: (laughs) No, I was talking about this the other day with uh, with Robin Perkins, Uh, for the listeners, I did a... Uh, festival in Shaftesbury with uh, Robin Perkins. And um, we were having a lovely chat on the way back. I gave her a lift back to London. But we were talking about you because uh, she was saying that uh, like she has a driving licence but hasn't owned a car since she lived uh, in America, which was 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you went yeah. a similar length of time not driving, right?
1: Yeah, 10 years. So I passed at 20, but like insurance was insane. And, like, I'd have needed about two gram to get going. And I was earning about 200 pounds a week in a cafe job and living at home. So yeah. <laughs> the numbers did not add up. So, yeah, I was only actually able to afford a car at 30. So it's just been 10 years where I've, I mean, I've lived in London for seven years. So uh, you just, like, even now, I'll be looking to try and practice and just do, you know, like, oh, I've got a gig in London, I'll drive to it. But then, it, you've got to pay for, like parking. Oh my god, parking in London—it's like just twenty quid for two hours or something. It's insane. Yeah, and you then you've need got to, to learn pay a congestion charge. You need to learn where to
0: park for free. Oh, I'll, mm. I'll, I'll tell you all about well, it. That, I've got—I've got a lot of secrets.
1: But that doesn't happen in London. It's all it does. Does it?
0: Yeah, I can tell you where to park oh in central god. London without paying.
1: Free? Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. god. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've got all the I've got all oh, the tips. Tip. I drive to I drive so to, many drive to all gigs. Yeah, yeah, is a real. Uh, generally, yeah. What
1: do you not like? But do you not miss being able to have a nap on the way on? I still do. <laughs> uh
0: No, I don't tend to drink at gigs anyway. I don't. I certainly I don't drink before I go on. And no, sometimes, sometimes I'll just have a pint after. But it depends where I am. For instance, when I go to do the stand. Uh, like mm. uh, any of them from staying overnight, then they do, uh, cheap drinks for performers. So, yeah, mm. I'll I'll have a few then. But that's, well, that's yeah. easier.
1: I think we met in a car, uh, car know, show, m- didn't we? Hey, we met in a car show, didn't we? No, Did, uh, possibly. It was Comedy Ladder.
0: That's not when we met. Uh,
1: and no, no, had we met before that?
0: I'm pretty sure. Yeah, when I when I drove us to it. No, when yeah. Matt to drove us to it.
1: No, you drove me and Celia De la Torre from London. Um, Was that when we first met? Our, it
0: may, do you know, it may be.
1: Mm-hmm, I think so. Because I remember that we'd driven the whole way there, and then you're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm half blind.
0: And okay. And are like, oh. <laughs> yeah, not half blind. And then that's... you're like,
1: Let, let's all get back in the car down these winding country roads.
0: Yeah, we made oh, jokes like, about it during the gig. That's right.
1: We did. Uh, is there a taxi service available? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at
0: that. Oh, well, that's, like, that was It's uh, more recent than I thought it was. I thought we'd hmm. met previous to that. How long have you been mm-hmm. going?
1: About seven years. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. How long have you been going?
0: Uh, Just over nine.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But then do we count lockdown?
1: That's the question, isn't it? Because I know some because people as well, are saying
0: think... like, oh, I've only been going so and so amount of years. And I'm like, you started before me and that's less years than I've been going. And I realise that they've mm. discounted two years for COVID. Mm-hmm.
1: It's difficult, isn't it? Because I think that if you did nothing during lockdown, it would make sense to not count them. But yeah. I did quite a lot of Zoom gigs. I did quite a lot of making videos and shit. Yeah, so yeah. I still count those, because I feel like my career advanced through lockdown, because I kept doing stuff, whereas I think a lot of people just were like, oh, I'm above a Zoom gig, I'm not doing that, and then came back out being like, oh no, no one knows who I am, and yeah. I'm back on the open mic circuit, oh, Yeah, put the work in there.
0: I did some Zoom gigs. I uh, I avoided any like until like uh, the front row was commonplace. I, uh, mm. I I tried to avoid them because I just didn't want to talk into a void and not know if people were enjoying mm. it because that is galling enough when you do it in an actual gig. Uh, <laughs> and, like yeah, you know that's it's, it's a, t- a tough thing to do that, isn't it? But I did a, I did a few like panel shows and uh, uh, I did I did loads of podcasts so you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I continued as a comedian, even if I didn't necessarily do that much stand-up, but I was still I was still I was still comedying, so yeah
1: Yeah, did you grow to like the Zoom gig, or was it always just said
0: no? Uh, but yeah, I didn't mind it, like certainly by the end uh, I was sort of getting a bit more used to it um, I uh, uh, you may notice uh, through, through this camera I look wonderful, uh, I bought mm-hmm. this sort of, not Expensive, but certainly not cheap uh, webcam. Right at the end mm-hmm. of lockdown, and then uh, yeah, I was like, oh, now I'm ready. Now I can. Now I can do this properly.
1: I've got a ring light. I've got. I
0: have got a ring light.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't think it's plugged in.
1: I really, really liked Zoom gigs because, in my mind, right, I was always pissed. Um, I. I'd just put a nice top on and some lipstick. Yeah. Because you couldn't see that I'd not got makeup on. I'd be half in my pyjamas. I would be in bed. I would just... Because you get no feedback, which is, you know, fine. I would just assume that I'd smashed it. Yeah. Because I could have done. As equally as I could have not done. But it doesn't matter because I've got no feedback. So why would I be like, I did poorly? I was just like, yeah, absolutely fucking smashed that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would close the laptop down, and I'd be at home. I wouldn't have to travel home from the gig. I was already home. I would take that cash. None of it would be, uh, you know, none of it would go on travel or, you know, the sandwich that you've got to buy at the service station or whatever. All of it is profit. It was a wonderful time for me. I wish we could go back to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they they certainly had their advantages. (laughs) Did you do any Zoom corporates?
1: Um, kind of. There was like a couple of groups. I think there was like a gym group once who just wanted to put something on for them, and that was lovely. They were nice people. Oh, really? Um, did you? No, uh,
0: I heard about them though. But like, they people people were saying, you know, they had the the same vibe as a normal corporate because <laughs> uh, it's just a, a an audience full of people that didn't really care about what was going on. But similarly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they they didn't have to leave their house and earn similar money. So from a corporate, that's uh, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, because I think at a certain point you just be like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. This is a you can't enjoy every day at work, can you?
0: No, sometimes no. Sometimes it's yeah. Be a bit, Yeah, especially know, when you're yeah. doing it uh, in your pajamas.
1: Yeah, I'll take it. I don't care.
0: Yeah. yeah. Not not bad.
1: Yeah, long live the Zoom gig.
0: Yeah, bring them back. Oh, some people still do them. Part, mm. part of a group chat that occasionally sends messages out asking for people. And I can't be bothered, but you know, it's there.
1: Oh, I did one. I don't know, did you do any of these at like this? It was a Zoom gig, but at the venue?
0: Oh, no. So, I watched some.
1: Yeah. It was fucking weird. That was weird. Yeah. So it was at the Frog and Bucket. Oh, okay. So it's just a whole venue, but uh, yeah, so you go on stage and you had like a little earbud that you put in. Oh, so you 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 were physically on
0: stage? Hmm. Oh, cool.
1: And they play the music and everything. And then there's just a TV screen with just, you know, the faces of people and like my (laughs) mum were there. She to the camera.
0: Could could you hear (laughs) him?
1: Yeah, so you had a little earbud in. So that you could hear, in the little sort of pack on your waist, so you could hear them laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, you were performing to an empty comedy club with just like the other acts sat there in the courts because they'd not put the heating on because it was expensive to do that. Yeah. Uh, And why would they? We all have courts. Yeah, like a couple of sort of techs there just doing their work and. I'm glad I did it, but it was, it was
0: fucking weird. Yeah, that is. It uh, uh, sounds pretty good. Yeah, I watched one from the Monkey Barrel that was uh, like a fundraiser for the Monkey Barrel, but uh, oh, that, yes. was, uh, that was that very enjoyable. Yeah, no, I didn't do a great deal. Like, I did uh, like I pretty much that um, I I picked and chose the ones that I was doing. So I did a really really nice one for outside the box uh, that oh, had yes. hundreds of people watching, which was lovely. It Went really well. Mm uh picked up some fans so delightful it's the dream
1: absolutely yeah and that was wild wasn't it because he just sat there and like i'd have to say to my housemates don't come in the living room for a bit <laughs> yeah yeah and they'd be like why and like because there's 120 people on the other end of my phone yeah yeah <laughs> Wanting I- to watch me tell knob gags
0: obviously it's in the uh we had an office in our old house and uh Mm-hmm. Like my ex would be downstairs texting me, just like, can you, can you stop talking so loudly? I'm just like, I'm not earning money.
1: <laughs> I'm at work. Yeah.
0: Like, what are you doing? Just watching Death in Paradise.
1: Yeah. Granted, I am in my gym jams, but I am at work.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, half, half of it is in, in my pyjamas. Top half. Uh, mm-hmm. Very presentable.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought you were I- going to say... Top half Jim jams, bottom half very presentable. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're doing it the wrong way round. was Winnie the Pooh in it. No. A lot of the time. <laughs> I found it. Uh, it was it was quite nice. Is I've uh, managed to uh, get get it all set up in such a way that I had my like uh, my notepad next to the webcam, so like you couldn't mm-hmm. see that I was looking at it. It looked like I was looking at the webcam, but I just I didn't have to remember sets. It's wonderful.
1: Yeah. Oh my god! I had a job. Well, I had a couple of job interviews actually as well through lockdown, and that's what I did. I literally Googled what are the interview questions for this kind of job. Oh great! Prepared answers for them, and you know what a job interview is like. You know, they're they're all basically tell us a time when you showed compassion. You know, yeah, yeah. And just make the answers whatever genocide Stick them all around the the webcam. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's the best thing that we can do for them. They won't have to deal with the nuclear fallout. <laughs> oh this God. is a hospital job, by the way. <laughs> oh
0: dear! Yeah, that's uh, that is something that you do, isn't it?
1: Mm. Yeah. I got every job I applied for during the lockdown. Did you? Yeah.
0: I did. I I can't remember. I was made redundant during lockdown. From oh, no. uh, what were from you doing? I I was working in the music shop and uh mm. but I was the drum specialist and there wasn't a great deal of call for drums during lockdown because they're loud. And, they are uh, loud, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they ended up closing the drum department. No. Yeah. And they were like, Oh, do you you know, you can come downstairs and sell guitars if you want I was like, I can, but like I I don't know anywhere near as much about guitars as I do about drums, so Yeah. No. Um well, no, that didn't really give me the option at the start. They they asked me if I wanted to go back to sell guitars. And I was like, it's not really my thing. I already had another job at that point. But I went to, uh, I did a temp job working in a factory fixing the the motors for like the inflatable hot tubs that everyone's buying. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was very popular during that time. Mm-hmm. And they said, like, oh, yes, like a six month contract. Uh, you, you know, you, you'll be all good until whatever month. So I went in and we did it, but, like, the manager was such a twat. One of the biggest pricks I've ever met in my life. Uh <laughs> And if I could remember his name, I would tell you.
1: They always seem to end up in management as well, don't they, that guy?
0: Yeah. He was an incredible prick. But he obviously, he had loads of money, but every single day he came into work wearing a, uh, a t-shirt with a hole in it. I'm like, buy new clothes, mate. <laughs> you you, you yeah. do better. Like, you can do better. But, uh, no, he was just a, an incredible prick. Uh Is a it was a factory in Hockley, next to, sort of like a few a few units down from from Monkey Business. Uh, just in case anyone's listening and knows who that is, you can tell him from me who is a massive prick and he made my life hell. <laughs> uh, then uh, what I particularly enjoyed about that was I worked with another guy. Oh, so the point reason I brought that up was uh, like he he was such a dickhead that we were just like working as quickly as we possibly could. Uh, that ended meant that we ended up doing the whole job in like two months, just over two months. And then he said, okay, <laughs> I haven't got any more work for you, so uh, you're gone. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And then he turned to the guy that I was working with and said, uh, I would like you to stay on though, so I'll give you a job, but not you. Talk to me.
1: Uh, in and front of And I was like, you. that's
0: fine, because I don't want to work for you anymore. It was just,
1: Oh. What well, was the first time that you found out that Zoom um, only did 40 minutes after they realised that everybody was using their service and not paying for
0: it? Yeah, I can't remember. It was a useful time. There's other options as well. There are there are things that we could use that would allow longer recordings mm. that I don't think you have to pay for. And if I'm quite mm, honest, like, I don't know why I don't use them.
1: Um, yeah, like Riverside, motherfucker. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember that song? No. No, okay. Nobody does. Uh, I think it must have just been my generation. It was quite formative when I was at college. Okay. Uh the first time that I found out that you had to pay for Zoom was during a therapy session. <laughs> and I thought that I'd just been kicked out just like, you know what, oh. I'm tired of your bullshit, actually, Catherine, after forty minutes.
0: <laughs> oh no. That's upsetting. Yeah,
1: that's how we both. That's how we both found out. I just...
0: Oh, I mean, yeah. If they weren't aware, then fair enough. No,
1: but... I think they'd literally changed. I mean, like implemented it during our session.
0: Oh, bloody hell! Yeah, yeah. That's not mm.
1: ideal.
0: Yeah, you would have yeah, to assume that. A comedian
1: a that... <laughs> <in laughs> therapy? What?
0: I know it, it happens sometimes. There's one or two. Mm. Uh,
1: oh,
0: anyway, uh, so, go on. Yeah, no just uh, I I just remember I can't remember exactly where I was in the story but basically uh the guy the other guy that I used to work with um that they offered the job to he uh, like I knew full well that he was going for a different job so like I didn't want to work there anymore cuz the guy was awful and I know mm. uh knew that that guy was trying to get another job so he was like yeah okay I'll do the job uh and then uh, left I think within 2 days <laughs> which yes. is delightful yeah, yeah.
1: Fuck
0: that guy. Yeah, incredible dickhead. He was just, he was horrible. Uh, he, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure, well, yeah, no, I'm often happy to say that it's the worst job I've, I've ever done. Uh, mm. And he, like, he just, he he, he talked to everyone like shit uh, and he'd mm. shout at people and he didn't necessarily like me because I shouted back at him because <laughs> uh, I, I don't deal with authority particularly well anyway, hence being in the... Uh, in the business uh, that we are in, because I don't have to deal with that. But yeah, he uh, he he wasn't he wasn't nice. He wasn't a good boss, and I've had good bosses, I've had great bosses, but he was um, he was an incredible dickhead. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he also once tried to make me cancel my birthday plans. What? Because yeah, because he said like, oh, I've got some uh, extra work for everyone to do, and and uh, he'd just come and do it, and I was like, well. I've got people coming around, and he said, mm, well, "It doesn't matter. Like, you need to, you need to come and do this. I need you to do it." And I was like, "Well, no. Like, can I bring my car in and just leave early? Because uh, yeah. it was like an extra bit of work to do." And he was like, "No, no. You'll you'll jump in the car with us, and then we'll we'll give you a lift back." And it reached a point, and I was like, "I've got to go, mate. It's my. It's literally my birthday today. Uh, yeah. Like, m- my family are at my house. Like, what the fuck are you doing?" And he ended up being yeah, like, oh, oh, sorry, oh, I didn't realise. I was like, well, you, you did realise. I absolutely told yeah. you. But yeah, he was a, he was a prick. But,
1: See, yeah. I hate all of that because I think ultimately you will not remember that job, but you will remember your birthday being ruined by some cunt. yeah like, And so I used, for four years, I hosted a podcast about bad jobs. Uh, and I promise I'm going to bring it back, but I just don't know when. Uh, I'm tired. I was doing it weekly. Um, yeah. I'm not very good at editing. But from that, so that's four years of research, just interviewing people about the best and worst jobs. Manager is overwhelmingly why jobs were bad. Yeah. It's, yeah it, it like I always say it's not what you're doing, it's who you're doing it with. So, you know, you could be sat there gutting fish all day, but if the bands was good yeah. and you really like the people and you got good tunes on, you'd be like, you know what, it's not bad, actually. I, I like who I work with. It's, it's the fun. people that
0: make the job, isn't it? That's the thing. Mm. Yeah. Whereas
1: you could have your dream job writing for Comedians Weekly <laughs> magazine. Or whatever, but if your managers are then you'll hate it. Yeah, it's just,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I think I, I, it's
1: so sad, isn't it? As well that the power is put into the the hands of one person. Yeah, and that person could and likely will be an absolute jeben.
0: Yeah, and the, you know, you you have to question: Did they start off that way? And I would say, yeah, mm-hmm. predominantly, yeah. And that's the that seems to be the 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 thing that people seek in management is a dickhead, but I've mm-hmm. had lovely people that I've worked for before, and you know they're still yeah. they still do the job and like have to they they discipline people or whatever, but outside that they're delightful. It's not mm. it's not impossible.
1: No, and I think as well as an adult, you are like you're more likely to respond to somebody. You know, if I was taking the piss. And I had a manager who just took me into an office and was like, listen, Catherine, you know you're taking the piss. I've been good to you. What's the problem here? How can we fix this? And I would feel guilty and I would want to fix it. And I'd yeah. be like, oh, I have been a bell I'm so sorry. You know, or if someone ha- had that respect for you, you don't want to let them down. You don't want to disappoint them. You want to be a part of a team. Whereas if there's somebody who just screams and shouts at you and doesn't give you a reason or a chance to say, oh, well, the reason I've been doing that is X, Y, Z, uh, then you've got no respect for it and you'll just keep doing whatever, right?
0: Yeah. But also, like, I'm I'm that guy that, uh, you know, I spent so long getting shouted at in well not shouted at in school i was very good in school but you know like so long dealing with like bullies or whatever any kind of bullies uh that now i'm in a position in my life where if i see people being horrible to other people i think well this is my opportunity to <laughs> like you know i'm i'm um, I, i'm in a strong enough position uh sort of socially and mentally to say fuck you and be the person that uh, that, that fights mm. for the rights of everyone else and I'm more than happy to do that uh especially if I get to call yeah, someone. Offer a the help. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah offer
1: yeah. the help that you are not afforded.
0: Yeah. And like it, and the thing is I I I I deal so badly with uh with authority anyway mm-hmm. that if I am you know, working for someone that I don't like, then I'm more than willing to lose that job for the sake of having a garden. <laughs> Just if it makes life better for everyone else, you know, I'm all, that's all right.
1: Mm-hmm. And ultimately, if it's a job that you hate, then if not being in it is the push that you need to find something else, isn't it? It's so yeah. easy. To, and also, like, I hate that society is like, oh, you men are hate your job, you men are hate your wife, and you're like, yeah. at what point are we meant to like anything? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And it's so damaging, isn't it? Because it's like that's, you that's end what up people staying. Say. In, yeah, yeah. You, just you stay oh, in you, jobs. That,
0: we're an adult. We don't like don't our like. jobs. No, that's not true. You can absolutely like your job. You can. You could You yeah. could be happy. But you, you're you're choosing not to be. You're trying to be stuck just because people in the past had that attitude of, uh, mm. you know, oh, we've just got to go and do this. Absolutely. But you can have a nice. I was talking about this the other day. Like the the, uh, the the meaning of life is happiness mm-hmm. because you've just got to do yeah. whatever you've got to do to be happy. And mm-hmm. if you're doing something that makes you unhappy, stop doing it. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong, and I'm not saying be irresponsible and just don't have a job anymore. I just mean work for someone that you you could do the same job. You might like the job, but if you, if you hate the people, you can do the same job somewhere else. Just, yeah, you, you know, it's it's not as easy as just going. I'm off. I'm going there, but there are ways around it, and you can be happy. You you've just got to choose to be happy.
1: Yeah, and we'd all be I-
0: happier if if we were all happier.
1: Yeah, even those managers. Like, a happy person doesn't go into work every morning thinking, I'm going to shout at an adult like they're a child because I'm fulfilled at home. Yeah. You know? And it's just... It's such—it's damage. Like, happiness is the only quantifiable thing that we've got to measure success, right? Yeah. Like, you could be at the top of your game as a comedian but actually I think that if you couldn't stand the pressure of it then it could make you really unhappy in which case you're not successful are you? Yeah. In my mind.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's I mean that's why it's sort of you know like managers and agents and that are are, are great because they can relieve a lot of the the stress and pressure that make it particularly difficult to do but um
1: yeah, yeah, but they can still, also There's still a lot of pressure to, to
0: sort of riot and, and that sort of thing, you know.
1: Yeah, but uh, I mean, if you've got an agent that keeps bringing you massive gigs that you're grateful of, but um, it, that's a lot of pressure, isn't it? And then the yeah. whole, will they drop me? Because they can do that, and they do do that. Yeah. It's a lot.
0: They can and they will.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's another type of pressure, isn't it?
0: That's not yeah. It. Oh, yeah. All kinds of pressure. Yeah, it's you know, it's not all fun and games.
1: It isn't. So just find a bit of something that you like. Uh, yeah, I don't know, it's just damaging, isn't it? The whole growing up with, like, it, cause it's all media, isn't it? It's all just a societal attitude that you should hate it. Yeah. And that's so damaging to children, I think. That you should, like, that a relationship is something that you should have to endure rather than, like, I'm not saying that it's always going to be perfect, and you are going to have time, so you're just like, I wish that cunt would just fuck off and leave me alone. But. (laughs) How's it going for <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> I've not actually had that point uh, yet. Yet we are going to Edinburgh together for a month, though. So let's see. Oh, okay. Um, but <laughs> no, is he but taking like your show? every yeah, he's taking my show. Um, this yeah, is wonderful. mutual friend and and boy, my boyfriend, Reese. Uh, <laughs> mutual friend, uh, mutual, mutual a... boyfriend. Yes, yeah, <laughs> he's a, a wonderful human being. But like you know, he uh, makes my life better and happier by being in it and just it's very easy and nice and that is not what you're told a relationship is largely are you like especially as a woman it's like oh you're gonna have to nag him
0: yeah. you're gonna
1: have to let him do what he wants because otherwise you're the bad guy and it's like well actually you know he I, i'm not the bad guy and he will be like well uh, I'm going here, do you want to come too? Uh, not like, oh, I've had to bring the old ball and chain because she'll yeah, be yeah, angry yeah. with me. It's like, I want her to come because I love her. Yeah. And it's nice that we can go to things together, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. And it's like, the, even even the attitude of people saying uh, like opposites attract, I know it sort of sounds like a, a nice thing, but it suggests that that's the best opportunity to... Try and find someone who's not into the same things that you are, but that's not true. Mm. It can work, sure, like you, you know. But to find someone with whom you sort of share uh, interests in, in, in most things is uh, delightful.
1: Well yeah, and so I think the opposites attract is true in smaller senses. So, for example, uh, I think that uh, my boyfriend is a little bit more outgoing than I am a little bit more extroverted than I am. So he is more likely to, you know, whereas I'm a bit of an introvert, and I'll just be like, nah, I don't want to go. I'll stay at home. I don't want to talk to people. Fuck them. Whereas, you know, if he's like, nah, we'll go, tell you what, we'll go for an hour. That's the middle ground there. And I, and I do, and it worked out well for me. And that's opposite, opposite attitude to that thing. We both came away kind of happy with it you know yeah. i think that kind of opposites attract but if it was like you know if, if he's Oppenheimer and i'm Barbie they're not the same are they and they're it'll be fine same. be what? fine for the first 6 months when the sex is great and you're in love but you know long term how's that going to pan out
0: they're just too different
1: they are
0: I mean, look at, you know, Romeo and Juliet. Like, it, they're they're bloody similar, though. That's the thing, isn't it? They're just from slightly different warring families. Uh, exactly. And, but, you know, oh, people say, oh, it's the greatest love story of all time. Is it? Because one of them's dead at the end.
1: Both of them. Both of them killed themselves at 14 years I, old. I'll
0: be honest with you. I, uh, I, I, I haven't read it or seen the movie. Didn't she come <laughs> back to life or did she kill herself after? Cause
1: she, she yeah, took so a... she took a, yeah, a potion to pretend she was dead. He found her and was like, oh shit, she's dead. She had sent him a note saying, don't worry, I'm not dead. But he didn't get the note. Oh. Um. So then he was like, oh no, she's dead. I'll kill myself. And then she immediately wakes up and is like, oh no, he's dead. And then she kills herself. Yeah. And then the families are like, let's be nice to each other. Because loads of kids have died up until that point. But these two children yeah, they're are the ones characters of the story. So.
0: And that's I mean that's a horrible situation to be in anyway, because just just to be in a situation where you say, Oh no, my partner's dead, I must immediately kill myself No one wants that, surely. That's toxic in itself. That mm, just because the other person died you have to die also.
1: Yeah, at fourteen as well. But yeah. like, honestly, I could see myself doing that. If I was in my mid 80s, my health was failing, all my friends were dead, and then he's gone, I'd be like, you know what? While we're here, fuck it, eh? Like, yeah. There's not much more for me. I could, you know, I could see that.
0: And kill yourself. He comes no, back to life.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> he was just in a deep sleep. <laughs> uh, but can you imagine that, having a, a dagger on the bedside? If you sleep too deeply, I will fucking kill myself. Terrifying.
0: That is quite a threat, and I deep, I I sleep deep as well. Anyway, so (laughs) that'd be concerning. And and sometimes I stop, I stop breathing uh, while I'm asleep. Like, so you know, it depends how sort of hasty that. My ex always said (laughs) that, um, like, if there was a zombie apocalypse, she'd kill us both because she doesn't want to live in that (laughs) world. And I'm like. I'm quite sure that I do quite well in a zombie mm. apocalypse, if I'm honest. She's like, yeah. too late, I've killed us, <laughs> killed us both. Just like, as soon as wow. she hears the news, she just goes, okay, bang, bang.
1: <laughs> Even if it's just like one isolated zombie that they've got in then. Nah, yeah. it's done, sorry. Si. But it's the no such oh. thing as...
0: It, like, it was her favourite fact to, to spread around as well. was, uh, And it came from the <laughs> no, no such thing as the fish podcast Hmm. that if there was a zombie apocalypse uh due to sort of like bacteria and deterioration um all you'd have to do is avoid it for two days and it would end really yeah yeah it would be over within two days if there was a zombie apocalypse um like you know if if the people were dead like just based on the sort of the deterioration and, and and the inability for the body to work obviously it's a farcical situation uh, cuz the 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 body would, would wouldn't be able to work but no uh yeah
1: so is that as in like it would take 2 days for the muscles to have just decomposed beyond
0: i guess so yeah because i
1: thought it took a while for a body to decompose
0: yeah but i i don't know just to decompose enough for it to be uh mush yeah i don't really know i don't understand but um
1: no was it oh, 2 that's days good.
0: Maybe it was two weeks, I don't know. It's two something, and it wasn't long.
1: Because, yeah, because then there would be a second wave and a third wave, wouldn't there? Yeah. Um, of of people that it, it you'd have to wait for them to expire again.
0: Yeah, but then I suppose uh the because the lot la- have you seen the Last of Us, or have you played the game?
1: Uh, I've seen someone play some of the game.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's technically not entirely impossible because ba- it's based on a real thing the you've... pandemic. No, do you, do you know about it? There's uh there's a um there's a spore that comes off of trees mm. um from a fungus, one of those that uh it basically like um it'll land on an ant and then it'll sort of take over its body and it kills the ant but it grows within them and uh mm-hmm. and sort of takes uh like makes use of their like nervous system and then gets them to climb a tree and then uh but the the ant's been dead the whole time but like the 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 the, the spore has sort of just created this thing where the um the ant will climb a tree so it'll go high up and then uh, grow this fungus, or like what? Well, well uh, I'm sure it's a fungus. And then uh, spreads the spores from that fungus, so that it spreads wider and wider. And then it mm-hmm. it spreads among ants that way. So, uh, right. yeah, that that that's what The Last of Us is based on. Uh, mm-hmm. Is this same sort of uh, these the same spores, but instead of ants, they just it infect uh, humans, and then mm-hmm. and then it spreads that way. So, but then eventually that ant does stop and becomes like part of the tree, which mm-hmm. I don't know if that happens to, to the zombies in Last of Us. I can't remember. I don't think so. But um, yeah,
1: yeah, it sounds terrifying.
0: Yeah, 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 pretty unpleasant.
1: Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. I don't think I'd thrive. I think I would kill myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh, it'd
1: be the easy way out.
0: Join, join my ex.
1: Bang mm-hmm.
0: bang, yeah. Do you both? I'll be alright. Yeah. I've got a plan. Yeah, I think Reese
1: would be pissed if I killed him. Yeah, that was one like, our exactly. first. I'd be annoyed day. because I'd like, be like,
0: I can, I can do this. Like, you know, I've mm. got all the advantages, I've got a motorbike, so I can get around, uh, and a car, mm. obviously. But like the the motorbike's mm. the that's the zombie apocalypse dream, isn't it? Having a motorbike.
1: Yeah, it's the the coolest option. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll get my. What get do I go bow. for?
1: Hey, my motorbike. Or my Fiat Panda. <laughs> yeah. I think it will be the most right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It genuinely our one of our first well no, you know how it like first date people are like, Do you want marriage? Do you want children? That kind of you know, we'll get that out of the way to see if yeah. this could be a viable relationship. Uh our talk was uh do you have a zombie apocalypse plan? And what is it? Yeah. That was like we we need to get this out of the way. And we both do, so it's fine.
0: And so, what was your zombie apocalypse plan? Just kill yourself.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, but so like I live in London, so I'm, I, I've got to hope that I'm at home, really. Yeah. But I am on the top floor of a building, so okay, it's not very good. well built. But I also don't have anyone. Like every wall is an outside wall would probably be just have lots of tin food smash up all the stairs, barricade downstairs so they can't get up and yeah. then just uh, wait it out.
0: Yeah, which following the uh, No Such Thing as a Fish podcast, guys, um, so it uh, sounds like it would be quite doable. The problem is, mm-hmm. uh, would, you, would you have killed yourself day one?
1: <laughs> um, I don't think it would be like immediate, but okay. I think if I was holed up, there was, like, no sign of it ending. It's been months. And I'm like, well, my options here are starve to death, get torn to pieces by a zombie, or kill myself. I think I'd kill myself.
0: Good grief.
1: <laughs> what <Well, laughs> What would you choose out of that?
0: <laughs>
1: well, uh, no, I've got a different plan. Okay, fair enough. Oh, yeah,
0: my to plan's not to, like, be in that survival. situation. <laughs> yeah, no, my plan is uh it's got a, it's got a name as well, the plan. has got a title, which oh. is To the Trees. Uh, where basically you just you move to a forest and live like Ewoks.
1: But there's a lot of cover in a forest, isn't there?
0: Uh wh- what?
1: For a zombie. You can't see him coming.
0: Oh, I see. Well no, but you you're living in living in a treehouse situation. Like, you okay, know, you, you didn't
1: mention that you're going to build a treehouse.
0: Yeah, so you're going to live in the trees, like wait, like Ewok. Oh, you don't know how? Have you not seen Star Wars? No.
1: Right. Okay. There well, you go. I have, but I do not fucking remember it.
0: Yeah, think. they've got like a community of like treehouses that are sort of they're connected by bridges, and that's how they live. They live up trees, and they um, and you know you you got roll up uh, ladders, mm-hmm. um, and also if anyone turns while they're in the treehouse, push them off.
1: True. Um, How well do you think that you could build this treehouse, this network of treehouses? Um, I'd only have to start with one
0: decent one.
1: You would. What builder's yard are you going to for timber?
0: Ah, well, if I go to, uh like, Hockley Woods, for instance, which is uh, just down the road from me, then there's a couple of builder's merchants sort of not too far away, so I'll just go and loot that.
1: Okay, fair enough. So the plan isn't, I'm going to cut down a tree and produce.
0: No, 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 not going to, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Because
1: that would be insane.
0: Yeah, that would be a bit much. And noisy. Mm. mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well noisy.
0: But then, you know, there's good sort of, uh, there's good land to to uh, to grow crops. And uh, mm. it's next to fields as well. So that's good. That's a good start.
1: Yeah. So you're going to do that, you're going to grab the timber, throw it on your motorbike I'll, into no, the No, I'll, I'll transport
0: that in the car and then I'll go back for the motorbike.
1: Oh, okay, fair enough.
0: Yeah, um, i thought this through.
1: Yeah, what, what would your weapon of choice be?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. Right, so when I used to work in Screwfix, because we'd have a lot of downtime, uh, we'd play... I'd I'd come up with uh, hypothetical questions and then would pitch it to the rest of the staff. This was one of them: is what weapon would you have? So, like, I sort of I'd ask them like what they'd want, and then say if you were choosing a gun, like you'd you'd have sort of x amount of uh, rounds or whatever uh, to last you a month, but you'd be able to get more each month, but like you'd only have a certain amount. So, like, if you if you chose like a, a rocket launcher. Then you'd get like two rounds a month because they're pretty. Yeah. It's pretty effective in it, but like, yeah. If you if you just say you've got infinite ammo, then it's silly. I yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I can't remember what my answer was. Oh right, so there's a there's a book by uh, I believe it's Max Brooks called the zombie uh is it zombie survival guide. He, he's the same guy that yeah. wrote uh, World War Z, and um, I've read those. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So there's there's uh, one in there that's like a Asian weapon. It's like a staff, but it's got like an axe head on the end. Um, mm-hmm. And that is, I believe, what I would choose. Oh, no, mm-hmm. i tell you, I just remembered what I always said it was. Uh, it was a fireman's axe. Yeah. because Quite is, long. It's, yeah, it's quite long, but it's like, you know, you've got the sharp bit on the other side. Uh, for just sort of mm-hmm. popping into skulls, and then you have got the sort of the actual axe head, which is quite useful for uh, like foraging, cutting down trees, and that sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, what What about yours?
1: Well, I don't know really, because it'd have to be what I have available to me, wouldn't it? Uh, and I've yeah. I've got a toolbox. I used to do uh, building and stuff, so I've got a, a toolbox with some pretty nasty-looking items in it. I think. Really, because you want length, don't you, so that you can keep people away, keep people yeah. away, like a pointy stick of some kind. But you would lose a lot of the momentum of the hit, wouldn't you, if you had something that was too long. You know, like yeah, you'd need to. Really you'd need to be trained. Hmm. don't think that there would be any training schools because they'd all be dead. Yeah. So, um, I, th- I mean, I think I keep it simple. Early doors. And just take my big yellow hammer, yeah, and you know just some substantial gloves so they can't bite through. Smart, uh, yeah. Uh, put I mean you could put your biker gear on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got you know just tough clothing so they can't get through it on the first one. Hopefully, you know if they were gnawing at you, they'd be able to get through it. But yeah. hopefully you hit them in the head by by then, and you can fuck up. Yeah. So, yeah. Hit him in the head. Unfortunately. Yeah. Fortunately, it would have to be hammer and then pointy stick. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's a good option. Then some kind of. I live in London, so I'm fairly certain I could pick up some kind of firearm. Oh, sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually. Good answer. Right. I'm going to class that as the first of the uh, the questions I ask. The Uh, first. because we've just had the time of thing come up so we've only got eight minutes left of this chat uh, okay so sort of rather than doing another eight minutes waiting after that we'll uh, we'll we'll crack on and just uh, wrap it up uh, if that's mm-hmm. all right by you so um, yes what's the best lie you've ever been told
1: best lie i've ever been told um
0: I'll give you an example give you time to think about it so for instance I uh used to know a guy who once told me that uh he um it was his job to operate a quote unquote heavy gun that was mounted to the back of a lorry uh and that lorry was transporting two cars each worth 5 million pounds and it was his job to shoot anyone that tried to steal the cars this was an, <laughs> this was an adult an adult told me that wow yeah
1: that's amazing.
0: Yeah, he, he was um, a, a known compulsive liar. So uh, yeah. yeah,
1: fair. <laughs> well, I can't think of one that I've been told, really, but I've got a wonderful one uh, my friend's grandma told to her, her dad, and that was uh, that only women can see rain through windows. <laughs> So they would be like, "Mom, I want to go out and play," and she'd be like, "No, you can't. It's raining." And they're like, "No, it's not. I can see outside." And she'd be like, "Only women can see rain through windows." And they were like, "Well, I'm not a woman, so it must be true."
0: That's amazing.
1: Uh, oh, that's yeah, so good. It. Yeah.
0: That's so. I don't funny. know how
1: old they were when they realised that's not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's incredible. It's like the whole
1: like the ice cream van only plays the tune when they've run out of ice cream. Yeah, lying, yeah. Kind of lie.
0: But that is... I've never heard that before. That's amazing.
1: It's very good. It's Hats really off good. to the lady.
0: Yeah, fair play. Cool, yeah. good. Right, I'll, I'll ask one more and then I'll, I'll, I'll ask you uh, about your Edinburgh show. Um, what's the worst thing you've ever seen thinking it was something else? So, for instance, uh, Matthew Crosby said um, that he... He he was walking with his daughter and uh w- went to show that like they saw a uh jack o' lantern. Mm-hmm. It was after Halloween, saw it on the side, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he said it was like it was even November or December, so it was it was quite far after, um, uh, after the the fact. And uh, they they walked up towards it, and it was like pulsating with maggots. And
1: oh my god! Oh, yeah. No. Um, I was, so I live in a share house, and uh, our garden was literally like a bin, so somebody had this awful, awful rug that they didn't want, and what he did is he rolled it up, dragged it outside, and then just sort of let go of it, and it fell to the ground, and that's where it was disposed of. But imagine, like, years and years of that, with hundreds of different housemates, so at, at lockdown. What we did was we paid for somebody to come and take it all away, but obviously we had to clean it up and put it outside in the front garden yeah. for pe, you know, for them to come and collect it. Um, and there was just like loads of bags of rubbish, you know, just like carrier bags, bin bags. And um, I was going over there, and uh, you know, there were some good bits in in them, uh, you know, like bikes and shit. Yeah. But uh, I was like, oh, oh, look, it must be like a little fluffy teddy or something. And what it was was a bird, which I assume had gotten into the bag and then couldn't get out of the bag and just died in there. And that was God. pretty gross.
0: Yeah, that's upsetting.
1: Yeah, it's really upsetting. Uh, either that or someone killed a bird and put it in a carrier bag and just threw it into the garden.
0: Oh, that's much worse. That does sound like <laughs> no, something that it's... you do, though.
1: Yeah, it does. Based it? on your
0: so... earlier admissions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a, I do have a taxidermy bird here. I've got a magpie. Is yeah, that's here?
0: better. That's all right. Okay, yeah, go on, yeah. I'll show you.
1: It's only over here.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How, How sweet. Cute, huh? yeah. I was going to say, what's her name? And you've literally just told me she doesn't have one.
1: don't have a name, no. Nice. Yeah, I think that names will present themselves, won't they?
0: Yeah. Maggie.
1: hmm Maggie the magpie.
0: Makes sense. Right. Okay. We've we've, uh, only got three minutes left. Uh, Tell me about your Edinburgh show. Where is it?
1: I am going to Edinburgh with my show. It is called Scream Inside Your Heart. And it is uh, on at 12 noon uh, at the Three Sisters We Room, uh, which is only a little one. That is an incredible Um, venue
0: and an incredible time. So wonderful stuff.
1: I'm so excited to do it. It's running from the 3rd to the 20th, so the first three weeks of the festival, uh, and it is about dating, finding love, finding yourself, and working for the NHS during the pandemic. Um, I'm also going to be doing a live recording of my podcast um, Mm. called Historical Hot or Not, uh, and that is me and my friend Aidan McCaffrey. We talk about uh, history's greatest figures and whether we'd fuck them or not. (laughs) <laughs> um, it's it's incredibly highbrow, uh, and that's on at City Cafe, twelve thirty again, noon time, not midnight time. Um, uh, it's called the Podcast Hour, so they've got loads of different podcasts every day, and we're just on Tuesday the twenty second of August. Uh, if you want to come to that, we've got merch made So I had I I bought some magnets, thinking that they would be like you know sort of pin badge size. And they've arrived today, and they are honestly the size of a fucking coaster.
0: That's Um, amazing. So if you
1: want an insanely large magnet for quite a low price, please, please come along. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We've got mugs, we've got magnets, I think we might even have tote bags. We've really gone to town on this
0: Wow. Oh, we've also
1: got Johnny's. Uh, We've got condoms as well.
0: That is incredible. I probably wouldn't use them. I'd buy one, sure, but... uh...
1: Mm. Yeah. Just so it's a decorative item.
0: Yeah, 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 a wonderful. Uh, now, where can people find you online?
1: Online, uh, I am at CathMathComedy on Twitter and at CathMathCom on uh, on Instagram because apparently there's already a CathMathComedy, oh. uh, which is upsetting. Uh, and at CatherineMather.com, uh, that's my website that I need to update uh, with, with with things. Wonderful.
0: Uh, cool. And we've got less than one minute. Look at that. We've, we've bloody nailed it. Um, oh, yes. bloody
1: well, thanks yes.
0: thanks very much for coming on. It's been absolutely delightful. Yeah, thanks for having me. Been meaning yeah. to get you on for ages, so I'm, I'm glad we've finally done it.
1: Yeah, uh, me too. It was a, uh, always, a, always a pleasure. Never a chore, sorry.
0: Si. Yeah. Good to see cool. you. Right, I need to go to the toilet. I'll see you soon. All right. <laughs> see you soon.
1: Take care. Bye.
0: So that was Catherine Mather. In, very fun, very very fun chat indeed. I've known Catherine for years, although uh, as it turns out in the conversation, not as long as I thought I did, but still uh, still quite a while. Uh, she's absolutely lovely. She's getting some great success. She did Comedy Central at the Comedy Store a little while ago, and you know she's got she's got some cool stuff coming up. So again, apologies that I didn't release this in time for her Edinburgh Fringe run, but. Uh, hopefully because I heard some brilliant stuff about the show from people that went uh, so hopefully she'll tour it and then what you need to do is just go and follow her on her social media and when she announces that tour you go and buy the tickets does that sound reasonable cool good work I've still not actually booked the recording of Cyclops I will be soon it is it's either going to be in Southend or London uh, if anyone's got any particular preferences over which one it is, you let me know. Uh, I'm still going to try and book a couple more tour dates of that. So keep your eyes out on socials. It's not a huge tour. This one It's just sort of I'm getting it done, you know, and getting getting the show recorded and then embarking on some more previews of the new show. Best thing ever. And then I'm currently certainly trying to book a tour at the, for the start of next year, which is difficult to do on my own. If any of you are bookers and you want to book me, uh, book my tour show, then b- bloody get in touch, mate, and I'll come down. Or if you know of a venue near you that could be suitable and you'd want to come and you think there'd be people nearby who would want to come and watch me do stand-up, let me know. Get in touch at teapartypod at gmail.com. That is the letter T, teapartypod at gmail.com or any of any of the social medias email me though that's probably best don't forget to leave the podcast a five-star review uh because that helps with traction um on you know itunes or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts go go and go and rate it well there'll be more i've booked some incredible guests i um i've ran into Uh, someone who is one of my dream guests and he said he'd come on the podcast so that's wonderful so I just I need to sort that out of him and that'll happen soon we've got some others lined up that are also brilliant so yeah there's some good stuff coming it's just been a bit of 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 an extremely hectic year leading to this point so uh, you know it's getting there but and I, I know I've said this several times already, but this will be becoming more regular. So I uh, thank you for sticking with me. Thanks so much for listening. More, more information on merch and Patreon when that becomes available. I love you. Goodbye.